online. Buzz.bournemouth.ac.uk For Bournemouth and beyond, this is Buzz. Coming up this afternoon, we bring you reactions to Ringwood v New Milton, Middlesbrough v Chelsea, a preview to Liverpool hosting Fulham and more. Welcome back to the Dorset Daily Sportscast, brought to you by Buzz News. My name is Colin Crompton and I'm joined by Alex Senge to tell us about last night's Ringwood Town football match. Cheers, Colin. Ringwood Town were able to fight back from two goals down to draw 2-2 with New Milton last night. Second half goals from Pat Carrera and Harry Smith brought Ringwood back into the game after a brace from 16-year-old Barney Stone had given New Milton a first half lead. This result means New Milton remain bottom of the table after picking up their second point of the season. Ringwood move up to 29 points but remain in 13th place. New Milton forward Nathaniel Corriday tells us more. I think that Ringwood were a good side. I think that we should have definitely won the game the way that we started. However, Ringwood were able to pick it up, uh, made a few substitutions and those subs definitely changed the game, which made it tough for us. But what we have to do is we just have to pick ourselves up as a squad, uh, regroup and look to the next game. In the Carabao Cup, Chelsea were stunned by Middlesbrough last night as they lost 1-0 at the Riverside Stadium, with winger Hayden Hackney scoring in the first half. Pochettino put out a strong side and could have been ahead on several occasions on the night, with some near misses from Cole Palmer. If Carrick's men can see out the second leg, it will be Middlesbrough's first League Cup final since 2004, where Borough beat Bolton Wanderers 2-1. Michael Carrick says they know nothing has been settled yet. Listen, you know, going down there, what, what we're walking into and the challenges and, and, and what they're capable of doing. But, you know, what great place to be going at, 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 on the back of, of, of a first leg like tonight. And let's, let's try our best and, and see where it takes us. Elsewhere in the Carabao Cup, Liverpool hosts Fulham at Anfield tonight as they look to add to their nine League Cups, the most in England. Fulham will be no pushovers in this tie as Marco Silva's men will want to create Fulham history and win the London club their first major trophy. Jurgen Klopp will be without a number of his star players, with Alexander-Arnold injured and Mohamed Salah away for the African Cup of Nations. Allison has also been confirmed to be on the sidelines, with Klopp opting for second-choice keeper Kelleher to be between the sticks. Marco Silva will have more options at his disposal as veteran centre-back Tim Ream faces a late fitness test after being out since mid-December. Alex Iwobi and Calvin Bassi are away with Nigeria for AFCON. It's Conor Dunmore with the latest local news. In local transfer news, AFC Bournemouth development keeper Billy Terrell has joined sixth-tier side Dartford FC on loan until the end of the season. It's the 20-year-old's first stint in the National League South after previous spells for Dover Athletic and Weymouth FC. Terrell made his debut for the Darts just hours after signing yesterday, evening starring in a Kent derby away at Maidstone. Dartford lost the game 2-1 after taking an early lead. In other Cherries transfer news, former England international Glenn Johnson has publicly stated he doesn't think Dominic Solanke should make a move away from Bournemouth this transfer window. Solanke's future has been highly speculated for in an excellent recent run of form, scoring 12 Premier League goals this season, two less than the likes of Mohamed Salah and Erling Haaland. However, the ex-Premier League fullback has said he thinks a move is too soon for the striker, adding, I just don't think he's ready to make that jump right now. Biggest transfer news now, where Manchester United Jadon Sancho has reportedly rejoined Brissy Dortmund on loan until the end of the season, according to transfer expert Fabrizio Romano. No buy option has been included, meaning Sancho will return to Manchester in the summer. Sancho will be joining Chelsea loanee Ian Matson, who has also joined Dortmund this window on loan. Elsewhere, Genoa defender Radu Gr- Gradusin 
has also reportedly joined the new London side on a permanent deal despite a late bid from Bayern Munich, with Jed Spence going the other way on loan. The biggest news in the transfer window so far this month is Tottenham Hotspur have signed former Chelsea and Germany striker Timo Werner on loan from RB Leipzig until the end of the season. The 27-year-old initially signs on a loan deal until the end of the campaign, which includes an option to be made permanent this summer. Timo Werner scored 23 goals in 89 games over two seasons with Spurs, London rivals Chelsea, despite not hitting the heights expected of him at Stamford Bridge. After his 47.5 million move from RB Leipzig in the first place, he always maintained the support of the match-going fans as they always offered their persistent support, singing his name for all of his struggles. This move is sure to spark up a discussion between both sets of fans. We are back with sports reporters Alex Senji and Dan Palmer, Spurs fanatic, joining us for today's debate. Yeah, Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. So, how are you feeling about this Timo Werner signing as a uh, Spurs fan? I'm actually quite happy with it. I know that a lot of people will look at his record when he was at Chelsea and maybe his second spell in particular at Leipzig, but we really needed a player in that position with Son at the Asian Games. We've been riddled with injuries all season. So, uh, I'm pretty happy with it. You know, it's an initial six-month loan, so there's no risk. If he's terrible, we can just send him back at the end of the six months. There is a buy option in case he's really good. I think it's like 17 mil, so it's quite cheap. Yeah, it's it's not too bad. I'm pretty happy with it. Do not think you're being a little bit optimistic, thinking with your Spurs hat on there a little bit? If we look at his record and look at the performances he put on for Chelsea, over them two seasons, as a Chelsea fan, I watched him. Technically, Timo Werner is not at the level required for a team challenging for top four. His goal-scoring record in the last few years since leaving RB Leipzig has not been elite either. I think he's got two goals this season for um, for Leipzig in, I think it is, 14 games. So to replace the goals of Son while he's going to the Asian Games, it's maybe not the best record to be replacing your star player with. Yeah, it, it is a challenge. It is a challenge. But, you know, we've had problems scoring before. We've had the likes of Richarlison who couldn't get going. And Ange Postacoglu has come in. He's got Richarlison scoring. So I back him to get Werner scoring as well. I mean, it, you know, we have options that if he's terrible, we don't have to play him. But especially while Son's at the Asian Games, you know, hopefully sort of he's come in, he's trying to improve a point. Hopefully he wants that permanent move. So therefore he sort of, you know, improve, tries to improve his performance and scores a few. How, how do you feel about the Chelsea aspect in there? The fact that he played for us, won the Champions League with us. I mean, uh, loyalty is a big thing for me in football now. And we used to sing his, sing his name at Stamford Bridge every game. Like, no matter how bad he was playing, we'd always back him and back him. Now to see him go to Spurs, it's a little bit of a kick in the teeth for a Chelsea fan. How do you feel about him obviously being a big part of our recent history and being known for playing for Chelsea? Yeah, I feel like it will hurt you more than it will hurt us. I mean, you know, we've signed players from Arsenal before, like David Bentley, and it's just like, it's kind of funny in a way because it's like a kick in the teeth for Arsenal and then it's like, you know, now you've joined us. So I'm not, I'm not too fussed about the Chelsea thing. I mean, I'd rather we didn't list everything he won with you in the announcement video we did for him, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, um, Champions League title, Super yeah, Cup as well. Yeah, well, he might he might get some more, but he'll probably have to leave us first. But um, but no, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's fine. I think it's more of a kick in the teeth for Chelsea fans. I think as long as he sort of looks like he's playing for the badge, then then we'll be fine. Obviously if he isn't putting effort in then that, that will soon change. But I'm hoping he'll be he'll be sort of up for it. Lovely. Uh thank you for your time today, Dan. Lovely it's to talk to you. It's alright. Former Wickham Wanderers and Millwall defender Danny Sender has been banned from football for four years after touching two women inappropriately and making offensive comments to them last year. Sender, who was briefly assistant manager at Charlton Athletic last summer, received this punishment after admitting to two charges of misconduct. This week, Sports Minister Stuart Andrew has condemned Joey Barton's tirade on women, 
working in the game of men's football. Speaking at an evidence session hosted by the Department for Digital, Culture, Media and Sport, Mr Andrews said Barton's comments opened the floodgate... Mr Andrews said Barton's comments opened the floodgate for abuse when asked if he condemned the comments by Labour MP Julie Elliott. The outspoken Barton has made headlines recently with comments on social media platform X with ITV pundit Enia Luco, a recent target comparing the ex-Chelsea striker to serial killers Fred and Rose West, comments that have since been publicly shamed by the ITV. Australia Cricket have announced that former captain Stephen Smith will replace the retiring David Warner as opening test batman alongside Usman Kajawa. The former disgraced captain has made a strong return over the last couple of years and will now move up from number four in the batting lineup to the top of the order, making space in the 11 for exciting youngster Cameron Green. In snooker, Mark Allen matches up with John Higgins, followed by Mark Selby and Robert Milkins to complete round one of the Masters Championship later today. Title defender Judd Trump moved into the quarterfinals yesterday while Australia's Neil Robertson continued his forgettable season with a loss against Barry Hawkins. Now we have international news with Alex. Yeah, thank you, Callum. Ex-winger Mark Overmars has had his Dutch football ban extended to a global scale by governing body FIFA. An independent Dutch sports tribunal banned Overmars for two years, with one year suspended in November 2023. The punishment followed his sending a series of inappropriate messages to several female colleagues while he was director of football at Ajax. In tennis, Jack Draper won a dramatic last 16 match at the Adelaide International against Mayomir Kamanovic with a controversial umpire call in the final set tiebreak. Draper saved two match points in the second set and was 4-1 down in the final set tiebreak but came back to win in a match that lasted 3 hours and 39 minutes. The result was a far cry from his blistering opening round victory over Sebastian Byers, which he won in less than 90 minutes. That's all from us today. That is all from us today at Dorset Daily Sportscast presented by Buzz. Tune in again tomorrow for the latest sports news from Bournemouth and beyond.